when one goes to the store to purchase their candles for Hanukkah, so they have to make a decision. Am I buying wax candles? Am I purchasing maybe electric menorah? What about olive oil? Isn't that preferable? So what should a person use when it comes to the nearest of Hanukkah? So the Gemara and Shabbos, the Chafalav tells us, now the Gemara and Shabbos goes on a tangent. First of all, it's talking about the nearest of Shabbos, the candles that we light on Shabbos. There's a Mishnah by Memad Likin. If you dive in Nusach Ashkenaz, or even some of the Hasidim will say this on Friday night, the Mishnah of Memad Likin. The reason why we say it, actually, is because the last Mishnah of that parak says that a three, three, three things a person should say in his home, Erev Shabbos, before it gets dark, you should say, Asartan, did you, did you separate the Meiser? Araftan, do we have an Erev? Heliku Esaner, did you remember to light the candles? So, now, the reason why many do not say it Friday night is because at that point, before Marev, it's already too late. It's, too, it's dark outside. It doesn't help to tell people to make sure you lit the candles. It's too late already. So, different men hug him and So, in that Mishnah, the Mishnah has a list of which Nerois and which Shmanim which, and which wicks one could use for Shabbos. However, when it comes to Hanukkah, the Gemara tells us, All the oils and all wicks, they're all kosher for Nerois of Hanukkah. And what's the difference between Nerois of Hanukkah and Nerois of Shabbos? So it's a very specific halacha. When it comes to Shabbos, we are concerned that if it, it's not lit well, so then a person might end up tilting the the candle to get more oil or more wax to be drawn a certain way, and by doing that he would be he'd be violating one of the Lama Tesmalachas of Havara, and therefore we say that that there was a, there are gzeras what what a person should be allowed to use for the nearest of Shabbos. Now when it comes to nearest of Hanukkah, we we typically do not use the candle. We don't read next to the next to the candles. We have an assumption that we should not be using the nearest of Hanukkah for any Hanukkah, for any benefit. So therefore, you don't have this sensitivity that a person's going to start tilting candles and all that. When it comes to Shabbos, the the point of the nearest of Shabbos is to actually use the candles of Shabbos. And therefore, you are actually allowed to use, let's say, Shaman of, Sh- of Shemitah. You could use that for near Shabbos because that's that's how you use oil to light a candle. You could use it. When it comes to Hanukkah, most of the Bible say you cannot use oil from Shemitah because you're not getting any real benefit from this oil. So we see that by Shabbos, you need a benefit. And it comes up. The Shiloh comes up. Let's say a person is uh, is going out for a meal and they want to light candles at their, in their home and they want to run out to the person's house before Shabbos or the like. So there's a potential issue where you're lighting candles, you're making a bracha, if you're never going to get any benefit from those candles, you're not even going to be there. So if you're in your own home, we say this, Tosefis art, add some light, it looks nice, but if a person's not even home, they're not even going to be in that room from when they lit the candles until it burns out, so then a person should not be making the bracha of Nehra Shabbos. So definitely consider when a person's going out to eat for a meal, a family's going out, to definitely consider your options. Perhaps it's better to light by your host, so maybe we'll uh, we'll spend time in a few months from now discussing Hacha Shabbos, but that's just a point to point out that when it comes to Neiros Shabbos, a person's supposed to have Hanah from it, benefit, and therefore we are concerned what you use because you might try to get to get a better light on Shabbos and you might tilt the oil. When it comes to 
Hanukkah, we're not using it for anything. It's just there for the mitzvah. So therefore, halacha is you're allowed to use anything. Then there's a discussion by the Ramah, which one is preferable? Is it preferable to use olive oil or to use a wax candle? And then the Ramah says, it's definitely preferable to use olive oil because that is zecher lanes. That is a remembering the nace of Hanukkah, which was with the oil. However, he says, our minog is to use wax, a wax candle. Their light is, is pure. It looks nice, just like oil. So the place can grapple with why was the minog to use wax. And the classic understanding, the Mishabura, most of the Achorinim say, is because they didn't have olive oil available. But if one has to make a decision, even a good wax candle versus olive oil, you're, you're better off using the olive oil. But if you don't have olive oil, so then you should, you, you could, you're able to use anything that you like, and you're better off using something that looks nice. So therefore, Shiva, wax candles. Now, our wax candles today are for sure better than the, the older wax candles, so it's a beautiful candle. So that's preferable than using a different type of oil that's not Shemin Zayas, that is not olive oil. There's a, a discussion in the Paiskim. Many of the Paiskim, not the Paiskim, I'm sorry. Many, uh, I would say, people say that the reason that we should, you know, you have options when you, when you purchase your olive oil, there's different options available. You have the ready-made, uh, easy crack-off lights, and you have the ones where you actually put it together yourself. You have to pour the oil, you have to get the wicks into the into the holders and make a whole mess. So there are many hidden that say that it's definitely better to make everything yourself. That's the hidden mitzvah, to, for a person to be Isaac in the mitzvah. And through that, you're being Mekai in the mitzvah on a higher level. And it's, it's people that are just lazy that they use the easy, easy lights. So it reminds me of a story, a personal story. So I was once talking to a, a Rav HaMachshar, one of the, one of the biggest uh, names in the Hasidish world, in uh, in Hashkacha for Shechita, so he told me the following story. He he was once attending a, a group of of, uh, of rebbers that they got together to make a certain Shechita for right before Yantif, and they were going to shech chickens. They took out a they made they put they put up a tent somewhere upstate New York. They got a bunch of uh, rebbers, dayanim together, and they had a special run Shechita for themselves. So they asked him, they invited him to come check it out, just to, you know, basically give us a bracha that we're doing the right thing. So he goes there and he says, I wouldn't eat from this chicken. And they asked him, what's the problem? He says, well, over here by our table, you have three dayanam, they're looking over the lungs, but they don't even know which chicken this lungs came from. You don't have a system in place. You don't have a system in place, so then how are you better off than the, the big Schlachthausen where they have a system when they check the lungs they check and they know exactly which chicken it came from there's a system in place color coded computer system you, 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 it's, how do you know where the lung came from you're busy checking one thing you don't know where the actual chicken is so he said so, so he said he told me that the response was that the Rebbe said that we feel that when we get together to do it ourselves there's a special siyat dishmaya. So he said, so his response was, you could have your siyat dishmaya, I'd rather eat kosher chicken. So sometimes it's like a misplaced uh, chasidus here. When often you'll see that people 
do the oil together, they patch around with it, and they end up that it doesn't light well, their wick is full of oil, they can't get it lit when they make the bracha, so you have a half stick in the brachas, and you end up having lack of a hider and mitzvah by doing it yourself. It's like the guy that wants to, he goes to Home Depot, you know, a few days before sukkahs, and he decides, okay, I'm going to build a sukkah myself. Sometimes you're better off just purchasing the panels and screwing certain things in yourself. So if a person knows what he's doing, you're making nice cups of, of olive oil, and that's, your, that's the way you're going to work for the mitzvah, and it looks nice. So call it kavod. But just from my experience and from looking around, usually if you get a high-quality, easy, light type of, uh, can, uh, can, uh, of, uh, of um, oil cups, you crack it off and you use it. They, they, they lit very easily. They stay lit for a long time. Very nice. Looks beautiful. So I think that's the hitter. And it's actually the tour. The tour says, you know, people quote the Gemara says, Haragel Bener. If someone is Ruggel Bener, so then a person will have uh, nice children. Havali Banim, Zaharm, you'll have, you'll have, it's a schooler for children. So the Torah writes that what does Haragel Bener mean? It doesn't mean you work hard on getting your candles. It means Haragel Bener means. That your ner is oil yafa, your ner, your your candle looks nice. So the goal is to have nice looking candles. So if a person has an option, has a choice, nice looking candles versus doing it yourself, clearly, halacha says it's better to have the nicer looking candles. That's the hidder mitzvah of of Hanukkah, and therefore, unless a person knows what he's doing, and you have the option of purchasing the 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 ready made neiros, so. I would definitely recommend, if it's a few more dollars, so your hither would be spending more money on having nicer candles, and I don't think you have to get your whole house full of oil and your whole table full of oil. I don't think that's part of a hither mitzvah. If a person knows how to do it themselves, so good. That wouldn't be, uh, there's, no, there's no issue with it. Just make sure that it, it lights for the the required amount of time and it looks nice. There is a another discussion about lighting electric menorahs. So <coughs> maybe we'll discuss this on Shabbos, in a review share to get into the halachas of, of elect- electricity, is that considered ash or not? Halacha lamaisa, just to give you the, the final sikum. The Pais can say that, come out all the Pais can agree, one should never make a bracha on halakas nearest Chanukah when it com- by using electric lights, even though on Shabbos, for, for Shabbos, many Pais can say for, for Friday night, for the halakas nearest, one could be yaitza with an incandescent light. When it comes to nearest Chanukah, there, it seems like you need a you need you need shaman, you need you need a, the energy, you need the psil, you need a wick. There's no wick here. It doesn't have anything to do with the zeichel mikdash, and therefore most places say one should not make a bracha on the on, on the Hanukkah era. So a person is in a situation, a hospital room, a hotel where they cannot light candles. So if you go to a hotel for Hanukkah, so you could usually ask for a smoke uh, a smoker's room, and they let you light candles in a smoker's room. To let you smoke, to let you light candles, but then you're stuck there. You have to be able to breathe the whole night. So maybe rent two rooms, light candles, stay there for a little bit. I don't know. So that would be uh, an eight if you're in a hotel. But let's say a person has no option. They're in a hotel, hospital, they can't light candles. So then the person can say at least try to find a flashlight. So you light a flashlight and leave it on for the for the required time. You'll at least be yikes, according to some opinions. If it's an incandescent light bulb. And it's it's battery powered. We'll uh, we'll I'm sorry for not going into the Shila, but we'll talk about this in Shabbos and for the for the local people. We'll get into this <clears throat> a little more in depth. Okay.